Welcome back to Closer Mentality. I'm your host, Julia Mellett. CRCA Rookie of the Year, four-time national champion for the University of Kentucky, Olympic silver medalist. Junior rifle athlete Mary Tucker didn't begin shooting until age 16. She didn't enter a national rifle competition until 2017. Suddenly, her motivation became clear. She found Precision Rifle through Sarasota Military Academy's rifle team, where she attended high school, and she never looked back. At her very first match, Wildcat head coach Harry Mullins approached Tucker and inquired about her college decision. Would she be amenable to shooting for his program? He had been recruiting in Germany and monitoring the United States circuit and continued seeing her name. He had to meet her. So I shot, I believe it was Nationals in 2017, Um, and after the first day of competition, I was in third. Um, so obviously I did not finish in third. Um, I think I still made the final, but I did not end up meddling because I was like, oh my gosh, I freaked out. But, um, he came up to me after that first day and was like, hi, I'm Harry Mullins. I coach at Kentucky. And I was like, you do what? Cause I had no idea that it was like a collegiate sport. Um, so yeah, he was pretty quick. (laughs) I was very confused because obviously like I had been watching the sport online. Um, That's kind of how I taught myself when I first started. Um, So I was seeing the scores that those people were shooting and I, you know, I wasn't shooting those scores, obviously. So going into my first match, I was like, ah, my first match, I'm expecting to be like the same level as the other people who have like just started. And then it was like third place after the first day. And I was like, okay, uh, maybe I'm like a little bit better than I thought I was. And now I'm going to freak out because I did not know that was good. (laughs) Like I actually came off the line. Um, and like my coach's husband, which is uh, my gunsmith, he was like, kind of crying, like shed a tear. And I was like, dang, I really did bad. Like, wow. I, I just sucked. (laughs) So I was like telling my coach, I was like, you know, I didn't do this very good. And I kind of felt like this was off, but you know, it was my first match. So like, I expected to be nervous. And she just like flipped me around. She was like, look at the scoreboard. I was like, oh, so yeah, it was intimidating. (laughs) Prior to moving to Lexington, Tucker was familiar with high level competition. The Florida native had already made the move to Colorado to train at the U.S. Olympic Training Center. At that point, She'd only been shooting for a year. When she began training with the Wildcats, Tucker was targeted as the leader on the team right out of the gate. Her freshman season in 2019 and 2020 garnered College Rifle Coaches Association and Great American Rifle Conference Rookie of the Year and Shooter of the Year awards, four collegiate All-American first team honors, and three All-JRC first team honors in a combined small bore and air rifle. Tucker felt like rifle allowed her to be within the team dynamic yet flourish on her own as well. It was the perfect combination, and Kentucky was the perfect school to cultivate that part of her identity at. I prefer having the weight on myself because if something goes wrong, it's my fault. Like, I know what happened. Um, if I have a bad shot, people are, a lot of people, you know, who are team people who are trying to be in an individual sport, they'll have a bad shot and they're like, oh, well, the lighting was weird, or the wind picked up, or... You know, there are just so many excuses, whereas I'm like, oh, yeah, I pulled that one. Like, absolutely. That was totally my fault. And people are like, oh, all right. (laughs) So I can own it better. I think it's very unique because we do the same thing over and over and over. And we get and we expect different results. 
So it's definitely, it's very <laughs> well joked about that this is a sport of insanity because we're literally striving for perfection. Um, there is a perfect score that you can achieve and it's not achievable. I mean, even if, even if the person can do it, the equipment cannot. Like even if you set a gun up in a vice and you find the best ammo for it, it's not gonna shoot a perfect score. So we're literally trying to shoot this perfect score that's impossible to shoot. <laughs> so it's like, okay. Um, but we're, it's always evolving. It's something I really like about the sport is just like, you can break a world record and literally the next day it will probably be broken. It's just always going. It helps me because I always need something like more. Like once something's done, I'm just like, all right, next. Like, what's the next thing? I mean, after every competition, people are like, wow, you should really let your medal sink in. And I'm like, nope, next. Got a World Cup in two weeks. It's like, give me something. Just keep giving me more stuff. So when you're in a sport, like if you have the mindset that I do and you're in a sport where it's, you're never going to be the best for more than like a day. It's great because I'm just like, oh, well, I was the best yesterday, but now I got to beat, I got to beat this score now. And you, you more compete against yourself. So it's like, all right, even if I have the best match, there's guaranteed to be things that I can pick out that I can improve on. So it's always just striving for that perfection. Tucker loves rifle because the sport itself requires such detail orientation and focus. I'm very detail oriented. Everything is done extremely methodically. A comment that I get a lot when people watch me is it's insane how every single shot looks the exact same. Like you can take a video of me on the first shot, on the fifth shot, on the 20th shot, on the 40th shot, on the 60th shot, it's going to look the exact same. Like down to the second, it's gonna be the same. And people are always like, I don't know how you do that. Like that's literally crazy, but it's just part of what I like doing. I like having everything exactly the same. Leading up to shooting, my process is pretty much the same. I mean, I have a certain time that I start my ciders. I have a certain way that I put my boots on, put my suit on, like certain ways that I do my hair and stuff. Everything affects everything. In shooting my process, I'm pretty much a perfectionist with, um, just because if any one little thing is off by like, literally if my timing's off by a second, I will put the gun down and I will restart just because I'm like, nope, timing's off, can't do it. Or like if I pick the pellet up and it looks weird, or if I roll it too many times in my fingers, I'm like, nope, not gonna take that shot because something's off. So in shooting, yes, and everything else, no. <laughs> she excelled her freshman year because Kentucky cultivated a place where she felt she could succeed both physically and mentally within the confines of sport. She spends 34 to 36 hours a week on the range, excluding workouts and sport-related activities like physio. Tucker is all in, and the world stage recognized her dedication in 2020. I think at that point, I had been shooting for about three years, and I had already qualified for the Olympic team. Um, so I was very much like, right when I qualified, I was like, okay, hold on a minute. Like, maybe I'm not ready for this. Um, but obviously I was like, all right, this is a lot, but like, I'm still going to give it my all. 
But then COVID happened and I actually ended up coming back. I took about three months off because um, when things got shut down, it, it hit really hard. Um, our NCAA championships got canceled the day of the competition. Um, so we had already, like all the teams had already been there for a couple of days and we had all practiced. Um, and literally the morning of, they were like, yep, nope, everybody go home. And we were like, what? And then um, I think like three days after that, the dorms closed. So we all had to go home. And then like two days after that, the Olympics got postponed. So I was just like, I'm done, I'm out. I'm like, I was so upset about everything. And yeah, I did not, I couldn't even look at my guns for like three months. I would literally like walk up to them sitting in my living room. Cause that's where I train when I'm home. Um, and I'm like, all right, I need to get in position at least to make sure I like still know how to get in position. And I would just unzip my bag and immediately zip it back up. I was like, nope, can't do it. Not gonna do it. So I did not start shooting again until I came back to campus um, that August. And my scores immediately were actually significantly higher than they were. So I think it helped a lot. <laughs> when the Tokyo Olympics rescheduled for 2021, Tucker unintentionally set herself up for a sophomore season for the record books. Ahead of her Team USA Olympic performance in Tokyo, Tucker had already won three NCAA national championships in air rifle, small bore, and the overall during her sophomore season. She had been named an All-American and both the CRCA and GARC Athlete of the Year. She had tied the small bore NCAA record with a score of 597, and she logged one of only three perfect 600 air rifle scores in the season. Less than a week later, at the 2021 ISSF World Cup in New Delhi, Tucker won gold in the air rifle, silver in the women's team air rifle, and bronze in the mixed team air rifle. Then, she went to Tokyo. One Olympic showing, 13th place in the 50-meter rifle three positions, a 6th place finish in the 10-meter air rifle, and one shiny silver medal in the 10-meter air rifle mixed team. So the event that I got it in was a brand new event. Um, that event has never been in the Olympics before, and we had just started shooting it like a year before that. Um, so it was brand new. Nobody really knew what was going on. Um, and that actually, it was very hard for me to comprehend what happened because my individual competition, I felt like I did extremely well and I had my best performance that I've ever had in my individual competition. And I got six. And then I go into this mixed team and I actually was not happy with it at all. Like I came off the line and I was just like, I'm so sorry, like I shot so bad. And I, I was literally just, I was so mad and my coach just hugged or the coach that was there, the national team coach, he hugged me. And I was like, why are you hugging me? I'm really upset about this. And he goes, he's like, you're in the medal match, which if you make first or second in qualification, you're guaranteed a medal. So we knew we were getting a medal. We just had to decide if it was gold or silver. So I was like, I was kind of upset because I was like, I shot so bad. Like, how? How did we make this? And then the final was actually okay. Um, it was all right. <laughs> but it was just so weird for me because I was like, oh, my best performance doesn't get anything, but my shitty one does. Like, all right. <laughs>
when I like first started this sport, I did not like it. Like I honestly did not like it. I was doing it mostly out of spite, um, just because people kept telling me I couldn't do things and I really don't like being told I can't do something. And it was just like one thing after another. And it just like the goals kept getting bigger. Like, and that honestly did not stop until the games. So leading up to Tokyo, people were just like, you're not gonna medal. Like, I understand that you've got these goals, but like, girl, you're 19. Like you've been shooting for four years. You're not gonna medal. And I'm like, yes, I am. Obviously, partially worked, partially didn't, whatever. <laughs> but it was like, after the games, there was just such a release. Like, it was so like, oh my gosh, I'm done. I've proved everybody wrong, all right? Nobody's gonna tell me that I can't do something again because they've all seen for the last three years that if you tell me I'm not gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. So nobody really says it anymore. Um, and those matches, like at the end of 2021, I had so much fun. My scores actually went up. <laughs> I was really, I was like very happy about it, but also kind of upset about it. Cause I was like, of course, after the games, I improved by three points. Having fun shooting required the Tucker step away from her craft for an extended period of time. She came to the conclusion that in order to perform at her best without burning out, she would need to take a break after the games. I actually remember having a very difficult conversation with the coaches here at UK, and I told them, I'm going to burn out, and if you want me to keep shooting, I'm not going to practice for the rest of the year. And it was like, I had like two more months of competitions left. Like I had like two more World Cups left. We had the rest of the NCAA season. And they were like, uh, no, like you have to practice and you have to keep practicing the same amount that you've been practicing. And I was just like, no, because if I do that, I'm not going to come back in 2022. Like, I knew for a fact that, like, if I continued to push at that level that I was going at, I would be done. So, I mean, it was very difficult. And honestly, we're still not over it. <laughs> um, still having some some fights about it. Um, but it did do what I needed it to do because I still came back and I was like, oh, I don't really want to shoot in 2022. Like... I mean, it's great. And like, obviously I did want to shoot, but I was like, man, this isn't fun. Imagine if I had practiced through 2021, like I was doing, I would, I would hate it. Absolutely not. I mean, it's taken me what a month and a half to find, to start being, you know, finding that fun again in shooting. But if I had kept going, I don't know if I would have found it again this season. It might've taken till next year. So I can definitely tell. <laughs> It took me weeks to build up the courage to be like, I have to tell them. But I was just getting to the point where I was just so upset. And so like, uh, I like I would wake up in the mornings and I'm like, I don't want to go to practice. And I was like, I think there was one specific morning where I woke up and I literally texted my coach and I was like, I'm not coming to practice today because I do not have the motivation to get out of bed. Like I didn't get out of bed the entire day. And I remember at the end of that day, I was like, this is not me. Like, this is not, 
like my life is so revolved around shooting and to be literally texting my coach saying, I don't want to come shoot. I'm like, no, nope, something's got to change. <laughs> We're changing something. <laughs> um, obviously it worked. I mean, those last two matches um, internationally were actually my match personal bests um, that I was not practicing for. And then when I came back to the NCAA season, I had that 600 this year um, in January. I had not picked up that gun once in the last like two months. I had not touched that gun at all. I had no idea what was going to happen. And I shot that score and I was just like, I knew I needed to take a break. <laughs> when she ended her junior season with the Wildcats, Tucker was back and ready to dominate. The point is not to do it again. The point is to do it better. So, you know, there were medals that I didn't get. There were medals that weren't gold. So 2022, I'm going to get more. I'm going to make sure that they're first. Um, we've got more events. I've got a lot more opportunities now. Um, and I'm doing better, so I'm just going to keep going for more. I think, you know, 2021, I appreciate it a lot, but it's behind me at this point. I mean, people in even the, like the coaches here sometimes, it's like, I know you've won an Olympic medal. And I, I actually told him the other day, I was like, can we stop bringing the medal up? Like, that was that was six, seven months ago. Like, I'm over it at this point. I mean, it's. I, I don't even know where it is, to be honest. I think it's in a drawer. I don't even know where it is. Like, I don't look at it. I don't think I've ever actually looked at it. <laughs> and I'm like, it's there. It happened. That's great. That's not what I want. I'm moving on. We're going better. <laughs> We're going bigger. <laughs> I mean, I'm planning to do the same thing, but better. Um, obviously, there's scores out there that haven't been shot yet. So I intend to shoot them. Um, and then, you know, formats are changing internationally. So we'll see if that, if any of that carries over. I don't know if it will during my time, just because NCAA doesn't really like change. <laughs> um, but I mean, I'm just going to keep going. And now that I've started having fun again, I think people might want to watch out just because we saw what happened. We saw what happened last time I took a break. I'm having fun again, and I just came off a break. Like, who knows? Who knows, man? I mean, I'm I'm scared because I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what's gonna happen. I go up there on the line for this competition on Saturday. I'm gonna be like, uh oh, uh oh, <laughs> we're gonna shoot really good. <laughs> Being better also required that she scale back on her repetitions, which at first was in complete opposition to her belief. I did modify uh, my practice schedule. Um, so I went from 34 hours a week down to maybe six hours a week. So I dramatically cut it off. And it was just because I had been going in and just like, I have to get the hours is basically what I was doing. I was like, I just have to hit my hours and like hit my, like I have a pretty much a certain amount of ammo and I'm like, I have to shoot this amount of ammo. And I was like not paying attention to what I was doing. And my scores were going down and I was just getting more frustrated because I was like, I'm doing my shots. Like I'm taking the same amount of shots. Why am I sucking? <laughs> and it was like, you're doing too much. Like, let's take a chill pill. Um, so step back from that, kind of getting my motivation back this week. I've actually had a couple good practices. So I'm hoping that that's still working. 
Scaling back on her hours was a joint effort between Tucker, her coaching staff, and the University of Kentucky's sports psychology staff. Tucker was better able to compartmentalize her identities as student, athlete, and individual with the skills she learned. People ask, you know, what makes a top athlete? And I always say that I think that's one of the things that makes me a good athlete is because I do have the ability to, when I step onto the range, I am on the range. That is it. I am here to shoot. I am here to practice. I am here to compete. I'm here to do what I'm paid to do, <laughs> pretty much. I don't think about anything else. Um, and that's just, I don't know, I'm just extremely focused on what I'm doing. Um, as soon as I leave the range, it's like, all right, there are some other things that we can take care of when we have the time to take care of them. Just like when I'm in classes, it's like, all right, this is this class. Here's this thing. Next class, this is this class. Here's what we're doing. So it's very, everything's very compartmentalized. I absolutely love our sports psychologist, Dr. Cormier. He's fantastic. Um, however, he is one person. Um, and like he always says, he's only half a person working for the athletic department because he's also a professor. Um, so I'm actually in one of his classes this semester, um, which is very fun. But he only has about 20 spots um, a week that he can do sports psychology with for an entire power school <laughs> of athletes. So it's like trying to fit, I mean, I don't even know how many athletes we have, like probably around 800 maybe is what I would say. Um, trying to fit 800 people into 20 slots is very, very difficult. Um, so I do wish that was something that was a little bit more invested in, but yeah, I definitely use him. I meet with him once a week. so. Down to 19 slots for everybody else. Very sorry. <laughs> if you're like Tucker and feel like your resources are limited, I have a great resource to help get that help right to your phone and computer. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp, and I'm so thrilled to be working with them. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? All the stories I've told thus far have been the vulnerabilities of elite athletes and team personnel. But what happens before they're comfortable speaking about some of the most difficult times in their lives on such a public forum? Nearly all of them have utilized either a sports psychologist or a therapist. Now, I'm bringing that option to you, the listeners. If you've ever listened to a Closer Mentality episode and thought, I feel exactly the same way, I'm working with BetterHelp to bring online therapy to your phone and computer. BetterHelp offers video, phone, and live chat options, and you can speak to a licensed therapist in less than 48 hours. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. BetterHelp has more than 20,000 licensed therapists around the country, and you have access to them at any time. You can get thoughtful messages from your therapist, and if you aren't happy, it's free to change providers. If you're worried about the cost of traditional talk therapy, BetterHelp also plans for that. They offer financial aid if funding is the only thing standing between you and getting the help you need. Join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. I have a special offer for all Closer Mentality listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional talk therapy at betterhelp.com forward slash closer mentality. That's betterhelp.com forward slash closer mentality. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. The link is also in the show notes. Now, let's get back to the episode. Tucker also compartmentalized her shot-by-shot -shot reaction. 
She worked diligently on letting both good and bad shots live in the past, nearly as soon as they left her gun. Learning how to have something happen and just be like, all right, that's the thing. That's already happened. Can't change it. So stop dwelling on it and just kind of move on. Because I know in shooting, there's a very, very harsh divide between elite and good. The good athletes can't really do that. Whereas the elite athletes, you know, you put a bad shot out there, depending on your level, it might be a 10-4 or it might be a 9. And you put one out there and the elite level athletes are just like, all right, well, that was that. Okay, well, my next shot, moving on. Like you just, you literally don't pay that much attention to it. And that's something, again, people comment on a lot. It's like, if you watch me shoot, you will not notice when I have a bad shot and you will not notice when I have a good shot because it does not matter to me. Like, all right, that shot's down there. It's fine. It's done. So it's like, if I have something that doesn't go well, I'm like, all right, that didn't go well. Moving on. Not going to affect my life. <laughs> like, it already happened. Tucker took what she's learned into her junior season. And between the time Mary and I recorded this interview and March 16th, when this episode is going live, she added one more national championship title to her repertoire. Kentucky won the 2022 Rifle National Championship, now a two-year win streak, and Tucker led the way. Her aggregate score of 1,191 won the overall. Her small bore score of 593 placed second in its competition, and her air rifle final of 598 landed her with a second silver medal. Tucker left Colorado Springs with a gold medal and a pair of silvers to conclude her junior season. Now, her sights are set on preparing for the World Cup circuits and qualifying for Paris 2024. NCAA, we are considered a winter sport. So we compete September through March for NCAA. Um, whereas international and Olympic wise, we are a summer sport. So for that, we compete. Um, I mean, we compete year round for World Cups, but it really picks up in April through August, which they literally back each other up. I'm more focused on international for sure. Um, I mean, the level of competition is much, much higher internationally. So my logic is kind of, if I'm preparing for, if I'm preparing to win World Cups, I'll win NCAA. Like, but it's, it's correlated, not directly, but it's a correlation. So if I'm putting my best performances out there for international purposes, then NCAA will go the way I wanted to. Thanks so much for listening to episode 58 of Closer Mentality. I hope you resonated with Mary's story. You can follow her Kentucky and Olympic experiences on Instagram at mtucker10.9. While you're over there, follow at Closer Mental too. If you love our content, head over to YouTube and subscribe to Closer Mentality Uncensored to watch all of the full interviews with all of my guests. Next week, we're continuing Women's History Month with one of the most amazing stories I've ever gotten to tell, that of Team USA's Keegan Randall. I can't wait to share her with you. But until then, see you next week.